Hello, and welcome to Shakespeare, the roundtable discussion podcast where we talk about Shakespeare. My name is Chase, your mostly quiet producer. Today, folks, it's time. Hamlet. With special guest Ryan Albrecht. If you like what we're doing here, please support us at our network Patreon, patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. With that, on with the show. I'm starting a podcast with another friend of mine this week. Yeah. Oh? Um, yeah, it's about going to be about fairy tales. Oh, I like cool. fairy tales. Because that's what we do. Um, but nobody asked you, Bixby. <laughs> Is she yelling at, Sir, at Alexa? <laughs> no, I'm my phone's version of Alexa, which is called Bixby. Nobody asked you. Like, I thought there was a child in the room or something. <laughs> I was like, no, it's just did they phone. get a cat? <laughs> That'd be great. You no, we talked about cat names yesterday and the name wouldn't be Bixby. It would no. be the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, named after the cat from the Enchanted Forest Chronicles. Oh, I thought you were going to name him Marsh. Make him a Steel Inquisitor from... Mistborn. Oh, it's a Brandon Sanderson book. Never mind. You don't ever read Brandon right, Sanderson. I haven't read those. I, I've read the first Mistborn book. Oh, well, then maybe you should, I don't know, get your wife to read them because she'd love them because the magic's incredible. That doesn't go well. I've recommended exactly one book to Cassie and it did not go well for me and almost went poorly for the relationship. It was like three months in. What book was it? Was it Dragonlance? Because it, it was, was Dragonlance. You're a dummy. And I was having a crisis. I was having a crisis. It was it was actually more than three months. It was like 10 months into our relationship because it was Christmas time that I was right. reading it because I was with my family. And I'm like trying to read this book and I'm talking to my brothers and I'm going, Chase asked me to read this book. It's the only thing he's ever asked me to read. It's his favorite book of all time. And I don't know how to tell him that I hate it. So... I mean, it's really easy. You like Pride and Prejudice, and it sucks. You've never read it. <laughs> I don't have to. Dragonlance is great. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Chris hid all of his Dragonlance and all of his Forgotten Realms. Like, if Ari Salvatore was involved with it, it was on the back shelf until we were married. <laughs> and then I found, like, the Halo books. I found a whole bunch of Vampire the Masquerade. Like, all of this terrible trash literature. You mean uh, Brandon Sanderson? Brandon Sanderson's amazing. Mm, sorry. Albrecht, come on. Anybody? Oh, I wasn't speaking because I hadn't been introduced yet. Are you making uh. fun of my tie infection? <laughs> yeah, I'm making fun of your tie infection. <laughs> Please tell me that audio came was, through on God, the recording. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Bye. Just this phantom voice floating out of Beth's Zoom oh, screen. I just got the sternest look. <laughs> You got you got in trouble with your husband. I know I should have closed no, the you door. Can, look, you what you should what you should have done is, is say we are also roasting Chase in the process. Okay, so anyway, other Ryan, other Ryan right. brought up a I, good point. We haven't introduced ourselves. We haven't introduced yeah. him. We, we haven't. have a special guest on we this do. the Shakespeare podcast. A very, a very special. A special guest. Special guests introduce themselves at the end. I've of heard the this list. bit before. It's still mm-hmm. not funny. It's now other Ryan, I need to tell you, special guests introduce themselves yes. at the end of the list. Don't go third. I, if you go third, third, wink, it will throw Cassie off forever. You will go wink. fifth. 
All right. As we yes, introduce ourselves. We, yes. I have I have literally no idea what I'm about to do here. So uh, just just sure. just follow along. Great. Just follow along. So this is the Shakespeare podcast. I'm Ryan Halfhill. I'm Beth Roars. I'm Cassie Greenlee. I'm Chase Greenlee. And this is our special guest, Ryan Albrecht. Say hi, Ryan. Hi. Hi, Ryan. Oh. Hi, hi Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, we can actually say hi, Ryan. Are you guys totally going to do that doctor, doctor, yeah. doctor, doctor thing? Well, now we're not. No, you're not. Okay. Uh, no, you kind of blew the blew bit. It. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so we are. Yeah, we can just cut. We'll cut that. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. We don't, we don't do that here. There's at no. least one no, I... Dan Aykroyd reference, a podcast, done early. Now we can move on. All right. Mm-hmm. Check, Check that off list. the list. There you go. Great. You gotta hit all mm-hmm. the mainstays, you know. Yes, but we are doubled up on Ryan's yeah. today. That's right. That makes it a As, very special it, episode. Yeah. As we talk about, yeah, it'll be interesting. Really, what I think everyone has been waiting for. Right. <clears throat> hey, look, if you weren't waiting for this, then you're waiting for two more episodes. Unless you're really into two noble kinsmen. <laughs> yeah, you have to be really be into two this... noble kinsmen, though. <laughs> This is, um, you guys invited me on to talk about something rotten, right? Yeah, like yep, that's, that's exactly right. Today. Terrible, which is also why we're drinking cool. rotten beer juice. Bread juice, damn it. Well, <laughs> fuck it. But yeah, so on the Shakespeare, <laughs> I wondered where on that the Shakespeare no, podcast uh, this month, episode a lot. Who even knows anymore? Mm-hmm. Not I can tell you. I can tell you. Just you just have to give me. Yeah, just have to give me. Oh no, we're definitely enough to be syndicated. You gotta have a hundred episodes to be syndicated. No, no, they used to celebrate. I mean, you didn't typically, that's episodes. the. That's okay. He said no. It's fine. I'm. I must be wrong. Ryan said no. <laughs> this is this 72? is seventy two. Episode seventy two. Almost. It's Hamlet. We're doing Hamlet. Uh, almost. No. We've got like, uh, Hamlet, of course. Which we're doing tonight. Hamlet. Yeah, Mackers, and then uh, two noble kinsmen. Well, we're doing two noble not... kinsmen next. Yeah, oh. we're not ending on two noble kinsmen. Well, I... <laughs> that would have been the weirdest power move. It's like, nah, guys, <laughs> this is our PS de resistance. That's a real strange flex. We feel that everybody should be waiting for two noble kinsmen. It was just an explosion outside my house. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Oh. That seems about the right. The strangest flex yeah. ever. So, so knowing the, this group of people that does this podcast, I completely understand why Mackers is your yes. finale. I We've been don't. Saving- I don't know why. why. why? Ryan just, just got that, really loud and said it because in the last it. one. I That's like why. That's we've, why. We've that. saved... We've saved these two for the end, though. Right. So, specifically. I think Hamlet is the better of the two plays. And um, and I loudly and vociferously disagree. As you do with most things that Beth says. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, and That's been our things... relationship for 20 years. It's true. Gotten 72 episodes of a podcast out of it. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. and about 20 years of... People inviting us to parties still because we're halfway amusing. So, yeah, we're we, we're funny. Yeah, we get invited to dinners. Sometimes we're, you're coming over for dinner tomorrow, aren't you? If you roast a turkey or smoke it or something, I'm smoking a turkey. I got. Uh, go James wanted morning. to make sure that the turkey was going to be dead. He did not want to eat a live turkey. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely dead. Turkey so, is dead. Good, good. <laughs> it was check. important to him. The brine, weird flex if it wasn't. The brine I, is chilling right now to put the turkey in, so it's ready to smoke tomorrow. I told him you were not a butcher. 
Uh, and mm. Michael says he hates butchers. I think that's wrong. So you might have to talk to the kids about what meat is. <laughs> <clears throat> Passing that job off, job off to Uncle Ryan. Yeah, Uncle Ryan's got some work to do, apparently. <laughs> well, All right, but because this is going to be an episode where I'm sure the five of us are going to have much to say. It's true. A lot, yes. And uh, I know that other Ryan has early morning things to do tomorrow. Hey, we should I, get started. I sympathize. Oh, I have wow. to get up really early to smoke a turkey. Yeah, I so I just I don't have to perform have in front of activities. people, but I do. You know, I do. Well, have to I yeah. I came prepared with um, my edition of Hamlet, which in rereading I'm like, huh, this is missing stuff. I just realized that it's only a screenplay. It's the Branagh yeah. screenplay. It's the Branagh. I'm like, Branagh this is missing play, shit. Which is interesting hell? because the Branagh version it's is most, most of it. Of it. Which is yeah. probably why I... It's most of it. It's not I all, got through but... an entire like Shakespeare class with it. <laughs> but as I'm rereading it, I'm like... There's stuff Hold on. Missing. I have seen this play. I have been in this play. I have done monologues from this. I have done deep dives. There is shit missing. Oh, it's a screenplay. See, words. So you've got your version. You've got your screenplay. I've got mine. Um, it's I have fond memories of buying this uh, very, very, very well or well uh, read and used copy from Grounds for Thought when I was uh, sixteen years old. It cost me two dollars, and I have read it many, many times. It's falling apart. Um, and when I was sixteen, I thought I understood this book <laughs> perfectly. Well. I was well, I, I was an idiot. That That's at a... sixteen, you understand it one way, and at thirty, maybe <laughs> close. I just realized I didn't know how old you are, but everybody, everybody younger than me is now chasing Cassie's age, which is good because well, so, everybody used to be just twenty five. <laughs> there, there's a funny story about that. Uh, Cassie and I were were sitting with some of her students. Um, a couple of days ago as she was giving out um, graduation gifts to the seniors and uh, one of them confessed that they swore up and down that Ryan was older than us. Yeah. This yes. Ryan. Other Ryan. Other Ryan. Yes, that other yeah. Ryan. Um, well, yeah. Ryan Prime is because like some of them, older. Yeah. He's yeah. older than me. Right. But other Ryan is a teacher at the local school. Thus, um, thus imbuing you with the authority to be older. Exactly. Yes. It does well, age you. Like I said, like I said, yeah, and I made a point when I started there years ago uh, to not tell any of them how old I was because they were very, very curious. And at the time, I was 20. I say, yeah, you've been there so for a while. So they were not going to know that I was like four years older yeah. than the seniors. Like they, they did not need mm-hmm. to know that at that time. Now it's well. No, now, well, now, now the beard you're at least, makes more sense too. You're at least ten years older yeah. than than the seniors, so yeah. It's fine. So it's hey, fine. I was doing uh, <laughs> plastic Shatners with that age divide before I figured out that I was too old to hang out with eighteen year olds. <laughs> Whew. All right. Either way. So, but when you were sixteen and you read this, there's a different understanding to it. But I'm sure, like. Oh, absolutely. I just think yeah, you a do lot of understand it. Every time you, you read it, yeah. it's one of my favorites. It's not a less valid read. It's just a different one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like um, if you, yeah. anything by J.D. Salinger, you read it now and you're like, why? But you read it when you were 16 and it meant everything. 
So well, say yeah, you uh, somebody reads Catcher in the Rye when they're in high school, and it you know, and it's it matters. You read Catcher in the Rye when you're you know nearing forty. Why did I waste thirty minutes? Damn kids on their damn buses driving around damn New York. All right, so I'm putting a pin how in this fast, discussion. How fast do you read? <laughs> because I think this is a valid discussion. But I think we should start talking about the plot. Oh, no, Cassie's here to do oh. her job. Really, at oh, some okay. point, please. Remind me so someday to make her a cross-stitch that says, I'm a wet blanket. So we're doing Hamlet, Prince of Darkness here on the Shakespeare podcast. Um, sure. It's a play that starts with the ghost of a man named Hamlet. Appearing. It's true. Appearing to some soldiers and a dude named Horatio. A dude That's named right. Horatio. I like the opening a ton because um, we eventually. don't start off with the title yeah. characters walking in. These are literally the captains of exposition. And I love it. What? Who's there? What through? <laughs> News from the front. Who's there? And, hey. and all of the... <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? All Who are what's you? that guy? What's jumping. he about to do? No. Yes. Yeah, these lads these lads are But all the guys are jumpy because the past few nights everybody's been seeing a ghost. Yeah. And not just any ghost, it's the ghost of the king who died two months ago. Coincidentally, his name is also Hamlet. So if you his called this play Hamlet. Hamlet Jr., you would be correct. Uh but Hamlet Jr. Uh, <laughs> Hamlet Jr. is a whole <laughs> other thing. And there's definitely yeah, musical numbers. And and less death. I've found, Not to be confused and it's with Hamlet too, because that's also that's that's Steve Coogan and, and very strange. Um, also, not to be confused with Rosencrantz, which is an amazing day. adaptation. Cassie's, that we're definitely going to be talking about. dying over there. <laughs> I can see her. She's like, um, there's, there's, listen, I got, I'm not the I got one who has to be up super and early then tomorrow. You directly got off of it. Like I pushed you on, and you went to the other side. Look, the train derails. This episode of Shakespeare sponsored by Ice Deer Brewing, which I'm drinking. What do you Thanks, got? Ice Deer. Chris, I've got Forgotten Realms, so this is going to oh. get interesting. Often Ice Tier uh, uh, sponsors Shakespeare. I didn't get Ice Tier this week. We are uh, cleaning out the fridge from all of the other podcasts where I've gone out and bought beers that made sense or I just wanted to drink. So I, I got Ryan Guy's Truth. Ooh, nice. Chris, does this play about truth? No. I think this plays about truth. Uh, is he gone? <laughs> then Othello's about truth. Just just so, just so we're all true. Okay, he's back. Don't tell him. Hi. Where'd you go? Was it fun? I had to go to the beer fridge. Oh, okay, good. I went all in on, on matching my beer to the play this week. Oh, good, so. good. I went with uh, Mad Tree's Entropic Theory. I don't know what that means. That works well. Good. Entropy is a subject that definitely Entropy could be tied to uh, Hamlet. All right. So this particular night on the ramparts, uh, there's a dude named Horatio there. He's a friend of young Hamlet's. He's a scholar. And so this time when the ghost appears, the other soldiers are like, Horatio, you talk to it. You go to school. You you were learned. You, you go to school. You know what things look like. You've seen him. Um, and while they're viewing the ghost, Horatio takes the time to tell us, yes, that is the old king who fought with Fortinbrow. So we get Fortinbrow. to learn like, that there's a fight with Norway. And yeah. There are who the yeah. some of the other players are. 
being the captains of exposition. And they all agree, you know what we need yeah. to do? You know what would be good? That that dead guy's son, let's go tell him. Cause let's get him involved. That's going to go well. What do you think? Because he makes a lot of yeah. firm decisions, he's, and he is known as a decisive young man. Mostly very big. stable. Yeah, he's, he's logical. I'd say he's logical. Right. See, the best part about this is that somehow, so somehow earlier this day, the wedding happened, or the day before, the wedding's already happened. Hamlet's already been back. Horatio's been back for the wedding, but has not seen Hamlet, but is going. But he was go- at the wedding. He sees the ghost, and now is going to go see Hamlet. Yeah, he somehow did wedding, not see. But he shows up, and he. Yeah. Well, I firmly yeah, believe that somehow he and Hamlet didn't talk. I firmly believe that's because Hamlet was skulking in a corner and pouting and not talking to anybody. That is entirely yeah. possible. So Horatio is not that yeah, good a friend. No, I think it's Hamlet, and I think that's on brand for him. Yeah, I think that's what um, Ryan understood <laughs> when he was sixteen, <laughs> rooting in the yes. dark corner. Uh, but scene two yeah. is King Claudius, and Claudius was King Hamlet's brother. Who has now married King Hamlet's widow. He's a real dick. Young Hamlet's real hung up yeah. on that. Wouldn't I, you I be? Would, I, would I would be, be as well. Yeah. And so he's giving this big speech about, yes, it's very sad that our brother died, uh, but I'm here now. And so things are great. Let's not be sad anymore. Let's celebrate instead. Yep. Let's turn this brown upside down. And the <clears throat> what do they say? The funeral meets. <laughs> funeral meets coldly the marriage, marriage forced, table uh, yeah the wedding Aww. table the marriage table I know it so well it's like I've done it I've, yeah. I've been in it yeah you were and you were in I was in both of, both of the ones that you did yep um yeah. I've also been in uh, I've played Horatio for a staged reading and when I was in uh a freshman in college, we did a shortened, rewrote version setting Hamlet in college, and it was he was a frat guy, and it was Hamlet, Prince of Drunkenness. I'm pretty sure that's I how get I behind that. Yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff Stevenson. No, just being drunken. That's possible. All right, Jeff so, Stevenson's class. But we also <clears throat> meet in this scene. Um, we meet Polonius. Who is a an old dude and a blowhard and obsequious as fuck? He's a used yeah, car he salesman. He's, he's and a, he's got he's loquacious. He's, he's loquacious. a bit of a windbag. Yeah, yeah. He's got a son named Laertes, who came for the wedding and now is going back to France. He is a suck up, just like his dad. Yes, he is. Just like his dad. Just like his dad. Nope. Apple doesn't fall but, far. Um, the king lets the, him uh, go back, dismisses the court. But the, forbids uh, Hamlet uh, from leaving. For yeah, now. So, so Hamlet is there, and King Claudius is saying, Hey, dude, why are you so upset? Like, everybody's telling me that it's because you're still in mourning for your dad, but he died like two months ago. That is old news. <laughs> I'm going to need you to get over it because your grief is not manly. Maybe it's because yeah. you're dorking down my mom. So that's when yeah. you know that Claudius well, is a fucker. Well, I mean, dads die every day. What makes him so special? All right, that's all I got. And Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of dads right. on the room. I mean, the mom's still there. Why is he sad? And so he's he's upset about two things. He's upset about the fact that this marriage happened so fast 
And he's upset about the fact that it happened actually at all. Well, yeah, the fact that his, you know, he doesn't know that Claudius uh, had anything to do with his father's death, but he does know that no. his uncle is now, you yeah. know, giving his mom the business. Yeah. And that's not okay. Yeah. Two more times. Two more times, and he does. That's it. What? He doesn't have any reason to hate Claudius. No, at he's this just. Point. He hates Claudius for what he's doing, and he but, resents him, and it's uh, he's mad about the situation. But he doesn't have anything. Yeah, to he weird, doesn't know weird that it's weird. New stepdad hate, not like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here's my question that maybe one of you two who have done this play extensively can answer. Hamlet is he's a student at a university, which means presumably he's like in his early twenties. Yeah, I mean, so, it's, it's a... Maybe a little... 1600s, I mean, time frame, maybe a maybe little Maybe a little younger, younger but, but... Put him 16 yeah. to 18 would be Six, appropriate. Somewhere... Yeah, 16, 18, 20, maybe yeah. 20. Yeah. Here's my question. Um, why isn't Hamlet king when his father, the king, dies? Why doesn't he become king? Why is the uncle king? That's not how succession works. Well, the typically. uncle would only be king because yes. he married Gertrude. That's still not how succession it, works. It's not exactly, but if he's underage and she's the regent. Right. So I had Hamlet a little bit older than he may be, and that might be the answer, is if he's under 21, it may be until you come of age, the queen is the regent and therefore Claudius is king. So that does answer that question. But I also now want us to keep in mind with everything that we talk about that Hamlet is 18 years old i know 18 year olds i don't think we have to worry about keeping that in mind everyone understands the angsty teenager that hamlet is his maturity level and romeo's maturity level are similar yeah i yeah i didn't want to bring up romeo and juliet because i know ryan's feelings (laughs) from romeo and juliet so this is not the romeo and juliet show no No, if you feel if you have just like in romeo and just like with romeo and juliet uh, it's very easy to write it off as you know they're teenagers and they're crazy or they're you know they they don't understand what's going on and they do make stupid decisions. Yeah, it's because they're teenagers and they're making stupid decisions and that's yeah. the show. Yes, that's the mm-hmm. story. But it also yeah, same yeah. thing. With it Hamlet. doesn't detract from the fact that Hamlet is to dealing with some shit oh, in yeah. this. So without yeah, question. so he's sulking through this and uh, he then has like, we're gonna more legitimate reason for doing stupid shit than Romeo and Juliet by. By far. That's oh, that's agreed. valid. Yeah, agreed. Um, so once they leave, yeah. we get the first famous soliloquy from this show, which is, oh, that this tutu salad flesh would melt. Which is an amazing speech. Yeah, I... Uh, that's so good. So we did Romeo and Juliet as part of our season with Horizon this year before the world fell apart. And so we just did our awards and I gave out the So Much Shakespeare Award to my Romeo because he had to memorize a lot of Shakespeare because Romeo never shuts up. But Romeo can't hold True. a candle yes. to fucking Hamlet. There is who actually never shuts up. There is no one in Shakespeare that says more lines than Hamlet. Yes. I thought we had found one more next, person. Oh, next closest is Henry V. Didn't Antony have a bunch? Or was it just the shows. Um, no. Uh, Henry V in Henry V comes close to Hamlet. If you go across shows, of course, he's got he's got yeah. three plays to draw <laughs> from. He's got yeah. the sequel advantage. Yeah. 
I think Hamlet has more words to speak than some of the shorter comedies have yes. words. I think it's some 34,000 like, yeah. words. It's insane. It's, it's crazy. It's a lot. Um, and no one ever do does... And no one ever does no, the full nor version. nor should they honestly full stop. No, no, well, no, no. Everything related, everything related to Fortinbras. Usually, usually yes. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's five it's five speeches for decent reasons. Yeah, but so he's got he's got this big famous speech, um, basically just continuing his complaint about uh, my uncle married my mother. It's gross. I don't like it. Um, somebody make it stop. And then Horatio comes in. And he's like, hey, my old school friend. And they have this great reunion. And then Horatio's like, dude, um, you know your dad? You remember him? <laughs> I, I saw him last night. Yeah. <laughs> what? He was, out, yeah. he was outside, he's, up on the roof. He's been dead he's for been, two months. He's no, been my haunting dad, my, my the dad, battlements. Hamlet. He's dead. Yeah, he's been haunting the battlements and he's been freaking everybody the fuck out. Could you go tell him <laughs> to um, stop? Could you maybe go talk to him about this? <laughs> So, so <laughs> Hamlet agrees idea. to go talk to him, and him and the homies get together. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then the scene ends, and then we uh, smash cut to yep. Polonius' house. Yep. And so we're and we get yep. to yeah, the we get our introduction so to Ophelia. Yep. His daughter yeah, is going back to yeah. to France, and yeah. we meet Ophelia, who's Laertes' sister, and also Hamlet's girlfriend. Where we get the, uh, yeah, not a borrower nor a is, lender be speech. Nor a borrower. To thine own self be true. And usually, and I don't know how much directorial perspective y'all want for this, but uh, it's interesting reading the full script because Ophelia doesn't show up till scene three here, but you absolutely put her on stage in scene two for yep. the full yeah. court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that she and Hamlet can make eyes and we can establish. <coughs> no, no, friends. yeah, exactly. You have to have her any anywhere that she could possibly be, she should be. Yeah. So she showed up here in scene three, and I was like, "That doesn't seem right. That's too far in." Oh, okay. Short well, <laughs> realistically, any time that you've got a full court scene, you're gonna want to pack the stage so it doesn't look like six people live in yeah. Denmark. Well, and the full court should <laughs> yeah, be there. You need you need all, all thirteen. All thirteen. That's an unlucky number. Um, well, you know, when you 13 dine together, the first two rises will be the first to die. It, um, so I guess <laughs> thanks, it's like Trelawney. people who rose Woo-hoo! at the same time. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but what Deep was cut. really interesting to me reading this scene this time is that like both Laertes and Polonius are telling Ophelia, you should stay away from Hamlet. He seems like bad news. And I'm sitting there going, Hamlet's going to be king someday. You don't want... Ophelia to be queen someday? Because that's usually the opposite of how this works. Usually it's, no, 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 Lady Jane Grey. I know that you don't want to be in the spotlight, but we definitely want you there. So uh, we're pushing you towards the crown and, as hard as we possibly can. And it's can. not as if Polonius is not an ambitious man. He puts right. himself in many positions in this play to try to be Advance or have himself. more power. Yeah. So if the man so who's you- ambitious... Is all of a sudden being like, hey, uh, just not that prince. Other princes, not that one. <laughs> Can we find uh, you a French prince? Maybe a mm, Swedish yeah, then I would stay away. Prince. 
it makes you wonder just how creepy yeah. emo Hamlet Hamlet actually is yeah. to get Polonius and Laertes to both go, maybe he's weird, man. Maybe we could not hang out with that one. I have an act I have an actual answer for, for that sure. Go because, ahead. Uh uh these gosh, these are things I haven't thought about in a couple <laughs> of years at this point. But um the answer that I came up with was that um Hamlet's madness has already shown. I agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, he's already showing signs. So if Hamlet if Hamlet is already showing signs of madness or um is acting it up or is whatever, if that's coming through, then it's also it shows it shows that Hamlet's showing madness ahead of time, but it also shows how much Polonius actually cares for his and, children mm-hmm. because he's like, yeah, I would do pretty it makes much Polonius, anything to get yeah. ahead in this world, except it makes also, Polonius a little more sympathetic. So it also could mm-hmm. be Polonius has just watched the queen marry a new king. She's still going to be young. There's still possibility of another heir. If a new heir is born, well, then why are we hooking up? Ophelia with this kid who's never going to be king. He's always just going to be that outcast prince. But he wouldn't be. That's not how succession works. That's not how succession works until somebody else becomes king and they change how it works. Well, that's that's valid. That's and fair. look, well, and especially if, if I don't know enough about Danish succession to tell you one way or the other. <laughs> well, and we're that's talking Danes. Hey, they do it Cassie, different. can you pull out your genealogy? You got anybody on the Danish lineage tree? I don't think I do. Oh, no, I don't but I do. have any Scandinavian Maybe, maybe you're the uh, next Danish princess. No, say, I, no I'm I in line for have... the throne of France. For France? Okay. For France and England, I'm just really far down on the list. But really, when, when, man. <laughs> when the prince is wandering around like Orin from Parks and Rec, <laughs> creeping the fuck out of everybody, maybe, yes. like, like... That's what I need now. That's what I need in my next adaptation of Hamlet. All right. So, I'm going to set this on a playground, and Hamlet is going to be the Orin pretending to kill birds in the corner. Chase, your next goal for Ghostlight Media stickers and stuff yeah, is make an Hamlet Orin sticker. I'll, I'm, I'll work on that. Right now, I'm trying to figure out how Jean Ralphio fits in. Oh, is that what you're thinking about? I usually think about yeah. that. Ralphio's Horatio. Mm. Not uh, to worry. Yeah. Not to worry. He's the John, great John Ralphio and oh. and uh, and Tommy Haverford are Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. <laughs> yep. Okay. Nope, that's it. That's it right there. Um, All right. Moving but, on. But we, we makes more sense than Hamlet is Lion King. So it'd be fine. We'll talk about that. I'm sure in episode oh yeah we'll talk about that uh Um, yeah they're gonna be entertainment 720 ad but um we talked about this a little bit earlier we touched on it um quoting some of polonius's most quotable lines that come through in this scene and it amuses me how often as a society when you quote shakespeare out of context most often people seem to be quoting polonius completely unironically and so the whole thing, like the phrase brevity is the soul of wit. Yeah. That's it, great. Well, like that's great advice. Brevity is the soul of wit. But, However, you have to remember that one of the like most blowhard characters of all time said that. If brevity is the soul of wit, I will be brief. And then he proceeds to be anything but anything <laughs> but very long winded. It's <clears throat> I also like that it's one of my favorite scenes in Clueless. 
where Cher Horowitz. Oh, we are reaching deep into the bag. All right. <laughs> I'm old. That's not dives. deep into the bag. And clearly you've never listened to the spinoff of Ostentatious. It's not that far off. But when Cher's sitting in the back of the car and the girl in the front seat's trying to sound all smart and she quotes Polonius and says it's Hamlet and she goes, uh, no, I know what Mel Gibson said. So that's, that's <laughs> I had forgotten until yeah, today. That's what you took away I, from Zeffirelli. Good. I watched the, uh, the David Tennant Hamlet today in preparation. Oh, and uh, I was reminded That's as I was good. searching to, to find, find which, which platform, platform it was hosted on, and I searched Hamlet on Amazon Prime, and all of them came up. I was like, oh, fuck, Mel Gibson did play Hamlet once, didn't he? Yeah. Very, no, I think very well. No, I like Steph Hurley's Hamlet just fine. I liked it. Ethan Hawke played Hamlet. Oh, I read that one. Hamlet. I do. Okay, and we will talk about That's all of the adaptations, but next adaptations, adaptations later. Okay. Um, we move on to the next scene where they're up on the battlements, and Hamlet's like, "It's really cold out here. Um, you sure this ghost is going to show up? You sure you guys weren't like making stuff up? Quit making up animals." And they talk about that for I don't, some time. Can't stop inventing my dad. I. I don't want to jump over the I don't want to jump over the the cold, cold line because it's one of my favorite lines in this show because the entire line is the air bites truly it is very cold which reads like the Shakespeare line and then the explanation of the Shakespeare line. <laughs> yes it's yes cold. but I love it it's like that. he remembered he's around other people and decided to for one moment not speak like he has to stick up his ass. It, well, yeah. taking it from his Wittenberg well, I always, level I, I, down to, like, everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always took that line and played it, that line as an aside. Okay, yeah. Because you do it, and then he steps out and explains to the audience, treats the audience like they're a bunch of idiots, and then steps back mm-hmm. into it. Nice. Uh, but then the ghost shows up. Spooky yep. dad. Spooky dad. Spooky dad comes up and starts just And he going, won't murder. Well, no, he won't talk to anybody else. He doesn't he talk, talk to, to anybody Hannibal, for a while. He just there. beckons. And so he's like, he's just come with me. And Hamill's like, okay. And the other three are like, no, don't follow the ghost Mark to a secondary me. location, Hamlet. <laughs> no matter what, that is still the most important rule for life. Never go to a second location. Never. Never go to a second no location. Having played the ghost of, um, of Hamlet twice... Twice. I can tell you, Hamlet yeah. should have. Um, Mark me. Do you remember these words? Do you remember, remember some the of words? them. Murder. But the, the ghost of Hamlet gets Hamlet alone, and tells him, "Hey, <laughs> your uncle." He put poison me. into my ear. Yeah. Which I got a I got a bone to pick with you, William Shakespeare. Fucking ear sure poison. That's how poison works. Oh, 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 I can find a variety of ways to poison you. There, there, Let there me are contexts. I didn't want to Google that today when I was are... reading this play. I was at work. I'm reading through the play. And um, I'm like, oh, I should Google. How do you poison someone through their ear? Mm, not at work. Yeah, mm. Maybe not on the work computer. Not on the work computer. We're not going to Google that. Counterpoint. I, I do want you to have to explain that to the regional, though. He tells Hamlet that he was murdered by ear poison and that it was Claudius and that he wants Hamlet to avenge his murder. Not to let the couch of, or the throne of Denmark be a couch couch for incest. 
That's right. Yes. That's one of my f- a couch. It's my it's a it's casting one of my f- couch. Like all time favorite lines from abridged. <laughs> a couch. Uh, yeah, a couch. A couch. A couch. <laughs> let not the if thou hast nature in thee bear it not. Let not the royal bed of Denmark be a couch incest. for luxury and damned incest. I like couches. They're comfy. But so think about not think about one. young Hamlet for a second. He's like maybe 18 he was enjoying himself at school he gets a message that his father's died he comes home he's dealing with his father's death then his mother marries his uncle and that's weird and then they're like and then your father's ghost came back and he's like okay well this might as well happen yeah <laughs> okay and then this he might goes, as well happen and then he goes up to talk to his ghost dad and ghost dad's like your uncle poisoned me i need you to kill him like, that's a lot for an 18-year-old. My 18-year-olds right now are panicking about, like, how to start school in a pandemic um, okay. and, like, how to get a job. Well, that that's... I wouldn't want to throw avenging murder on them. I would like to see how they yeah, use yeah. murder of anyone. It's regicide. It's regicide. It's well, patricide. Well, no, it's not patricide. It's, well, it's not patricide. The hood is not any... Whatever. Avuncicide. Brother killing. It's un- uncle killing. Did you just say a well, funkticide? Yeah, a avuncular a, a is like to be like an uncle. An uncle. So I'm yeah, trying to he's like, gonna commit some p funkticide. I promise I'm not making this shit up. Yeah, I think that's something you put on the. Cart. I was thinking of George Clinton. <laughs> I bow wow wow oh, yippee nice. yo yippee hey. I have control of the edit here. Wow yippee yo yippee hey. It's just the dog in you, but so. He gets Let's back to uh, he gets back to Horatio Let's... and and the dudes. Chase is correct. Avuncular. It means relating to an uncle. I hate his face <laughs> when he's correct. Is it because he gets? Is it cause he gets I all love his smug? face when he's correct. Mwah. Yeah, I do. I own it. Well, good. Enjoy it. Six times a year, it happens. You should love it. <laughs> so there is a stage direction here. So after Hamlet. Uh, it gets back to his friends and he has swear. Uh, he tells them all to swear, right? Swear on the sword. Swear what you've seen tonight. Uh, yeah, Dicks. he's like, I'm going to kill him. Swear that you won't, you know, fuck me over. Um, the stage direction is ghost cries under I the did. stage. How do you? Yeah. You, you, you it, uh, uh, shout, <laughs> bemoan, something else. No, I, I just I was appreciate the word. Cries. <laughs> I, yeah, I just See, yeah. I think of Ryan crawling underneath. Cries and sweats makeup. Like, Norton, his makeup cut that. Off. Norton, cut yep. that from my edition. It just says "ghost under the stage." Swear. No, oh, there you go. Well, mine is uh, mine is Folger. Yeah. So. I just assumed that that's was the stage direction for the ghost going down that trap platform. But probably that's where it would have yeah. come from. But I do think it's interesting that part of it would have been the staging Mm -hmm. uh, at the Globe, what they had access to. But it does say ghost cries under the stage, which tells us where the voice of the ghost comes from. Mm -hmm. So that means hell. Well, he he talks about the fact that he's been released from hell and that he can walk these times. Mm -hmm. So the ghost does let us know that he went to his grave unshriven, which is important because Hamlet will get a chance later. As his uncle him? is confessing his sins to murder his uncle, and he doesn't for yes. that reason, because his father went to his grave unshriven, 
His uncle should go as well. He needs to sin again so he can go to hell. Yes. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Sorry. Um, But yeah, so Hamlet's plan is to pretend like he's gone mad. But he assures his friends it's just going to be an act. Yeah. I swear. Well, that's, that's, of course, that's one of the big questions of Hamlet. Method. He's very method. Or is he just pretending? Is Hamlet mad? I will write yeah, it so that's a pin. on a post-it. Is he mad? Yeah. Because that is... that is That's the crux of the play, really. And I know which one I like. Um, but then we go back to Polonius. Act two. Act two, yes. We go back to Polonius. That was a quick act, act one. two. Yeah, act one is not, act one is not yeah. super long. Well, it didn't long. take us too long to get there. This podcast has already been longer than no, Act No, it's not. We talked. Well, fair. we've been getting sidetracked. It yeah. happens. It's going to be a long episode. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So him. let's go it back to Polonius, him. who is again messing with his kids. Yeah. So Ophelia comes in and she's really upset. And he's like, hey, what's the matter? And she goes, uh, Hamlet's gone a little crazy. And Polonius is like, yeah, I told you that was going to happen. What's going on? What's happening? Oh, well, and then Hamlet wanders in just totally and, and, mess. But one of the things I noted when I was watching this and reading this is uh, he's like, what happened? And she explains, like, he he took me by the arm and he shook me and he, like, stared into my face and it it was terrifying to me. And Polonius is like, ah, that just means he's in love with you. Which is which is funny because Polonius you, saying it like that, you, the way he does, and it's, you know, is after Polonius says, stay the fuck away from this guy. <laughs> like, that is a weird response from Polonius. It is. He's like, no, it's yeah. just. This is, this mm-hmm. is the very ecstasy of yeah. love. That's, so, all, that's. Totally forget that last act, I told you to stay the fuck away from this guy, because he was trouble. He's just in love with you. We also might want to talk about the class difference, because that also has a lot to do with what Polonius does and says. That might be a... Yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah, well, Polonius is a coattail writer. Yeah. For sure. Right. Right. Um, But... But, yeah... You, you, Icarus, you ride a little too high and sometimes you get burned. And that could be that as well. And I've seen it gone both ways. But I think part of his reason for saying that is because the king and Polonius need Ophelia to do them a favor. Right. And so I think he's just trying to be like, don't stop being freaked out about that because we got to go to the king and I can't have you freaked out in front of the king. I promised him he'd be cool. <laughs> I told him I had you under control. Does, has that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, has... Have we seen no, Polonius no, no, and no. Claudius? No, 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 no. This yet. is not this, yet. Yeah, yes. That's actually okay. It's assumed. It it is assumed that they're yeah. Polonius. right. And I think sometimes people reorder well, the scenes a little so bit. So part of the reason mm-hmm. for the reorder is actually the next scene where we get Rosencrantz and Guildenstern have come back, and it, and they're yes. friends of Hamlet's from school. Right? Why are they there? Yes. Well, if you reorder some of the plotting scenes the other direction, it makes more sense because then you can have the king send for them 
to come. Because otherwise mm-hmm. it's like they showed up 15 minutes late with Starbucks. Yeah, they were like, oh, you're dead. Like, oh, hey, God, the traffic wedding. was so bad. Oh, gosh. And they're coming in with the Frappuccino. You guys do month, day, we, we ran do in, day, month. I don't know. know. Yeah. They ran into Well, and pirates. I think it's also... Par- fucking pirates. Well, yeah. <laughs> Fort and Brass. Uh, but I think... Well, so Act 2, Scene 2 starts with the king welcoming Rosencrantz and Guildenstern in. Uh, and it starts with, welcome dear Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Moreover, that we much did long to see you, the need we have to use you did provoke our yeah. hasty sending. Claudia sent right. for them yeah. in, this, in this, the full script. So much gets cut and edited. You may not hear that line. That it would all, yeah, it almost might be easier to just have them be there the whole time. And Claudius is like, "Hey, you two, I could, I, uh, you're going to do what I tell you to because I'm the so, king now, and that's how it works." Yeah, but we yeah. Also, here's also some money, and then we've got the the ambassadors to Norway coming back. They were sent earlier in the play to try and soothe Fortinbras, who is like trying to take over some land, and they come back to say that it's successful. They appealed to another king to like calm him down. Well, yeah, they sent. They redirected Fortinbras so that instead of attacking Denmark, he'd go attack the Polacks instead. Yeah. So they no. come back to report it's been successful. We convinced him to have a war. With Except he's got to go through Denmark anymore. to get so to. So Claudius Poland. is like, great. But like that's that's. Listen, geography wasn't that's, the that's no big suit. deal. Yeah, yeah. From they all, I mean, they all touch the same water. Yeah, and who doesn't pick on way. the Polacks? Why not? And so then Polonius comes in and he's like, yeah, hey, uh, talk to my daughter. She's got these letters from Hamlet that are troubling. And And they get more and more troubling because she's been cautioned to show him absolutely no attention and to, like, turn him away, which is making him more and more frantic and making the letters get more and more frantic. Gertrude is very worried. But Claudius just thinks this is just just, boys in love. Clearly, he loves her more than you thought. This warms our heart. We like this. He picked up that royal we real quick, too. Oh, yeah. He right did. into it. Yeah, he almost, was practicing. Almost he was like in, he'd been he was, on it. He was in the been practicing pisser. in his... Yeah. In the vanity. Yeah. <laughs> the makeup-style vanity with, like, <laughs> ten candles around it so he gets a really good view. Yeah, he's got... He's, He's yeah. got the whole you know, fold out. It's all yeah, about the exactly. ambiance. And he's ready to go. Needs the best lighting. And he's a lot of bronzer. I don't and so, I don't get that part though. There's a lot of TikTok videos about it. It's weird. I'm I didn't know they weird. had spray tan in Denmark and so back then. then. I'd be surprised. So then Hamlet comes in, wanders in, reading a book, and the King and Queen are like we're going to let you do it with this you really seem like the best person to talk to Hamlet right now. This is one of my favorite. I love this scene. This is just Hamlet it's fucking with scene. Polonius, yeah, honestly. This, this scene is amazing. It's fantastic. It's great. Yes. What are you reading? This is like... Words, words, words. Yeah, it's him deliberately think, misunderstanding yeah. everything that Polonius asks. And so, partly to appear mad, but also... Well, I think to partly fuck to with Polonius. Well, too. Yeah. Which is yeah. which is probably why this is my one of my favorite scenes in this play because willful misinterpretation is my highest level of comedy. Like I think it's the funniest shit. Love it. 
Having worked with you, I can absolutely 100% confirm. It's true. Having recorded a podcast with her for almost three years, I can also confirm. Okay, yes. Yeah. yes I, I've stated it. I said it from my own mouth. <laughs> oh, shit. Did you? So I just love it. I love it. Shut the fuck up. All right. Moving on. <laughs> and so Polonius has all these asides to the audience. was like, yeah, he's mad. He's completely mad. He thinks I'm yeah. a fishmonger. <laughs> like he, like not understanding. He fucking at one point, takes he's this like, shit seriously. And Hamlet's like, yeah, he you're a fishmonger. He fucking takes it seriously in Polonius. <laughs> oh, man, it's hilarious. Polonius, Polonius is, he's just so and dumb. And so, yeah, but he kind of, I, he does understand that it's not entirely madness. Who, yeah, which one? Play it both Polonius ways. or Hamlet? Polonius. Well, we get in the next scene. Polonius? We're going to get a little bit of that. Well, I don't know if it's the next scene. Well, I'll say next scene way. is Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and Hamlet. <clears throat> madness. His words did not that way speak, nor would he speak. Although lacked in form a little, was not like madness. Like, he says that it's not madness at one point in time. Yeah. I think I think that all a lot of this from Hamlet is... I don't want to get all the way into the yeah. madness discussion because that'll be the yeah. next episode. But I think it's one of those really fine lines here that it's a lot of, and I think it also depends Very on true. whether you're reading it or whether you're performing it. Mm-hmm. Because if you just read it, you can take it however you want to read it. But if you perform it, then yep. you have to yep, have exactly. reasoning and behind the how you're choosing get. to perform it. So, yeah, the audience get hopefully pushed in get a whatever message you're trying to send and this is the first yeah this is the first time to really try to push whichever version of hamlet uh you're trying to portray um so this is a lot of fun to stage and work through um especially since uh well for me personally because i've directed this twice i and two different people i had two different hamlets uh and they both had very different ideas of who hamlet was which was fascinating so I've I've directed both sides of that answer, um, so we'll get to that. But it, and what a piece of work is, is uh, so what a fun. piece of work is man is a great speech. Yeah, it's not really um, speech. Yeah, I think it's his best one personally. It's really it's my good. Favorite it one is. It is a this, very good speech. Um. And then come Rosencrantz. Well, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are already there, and they show up. Well, no, they come to yeah. a like a cost, Hamlet. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? You crazy? <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure, what's going I'm on? Crazy. And he kind of goes back uh, and uh, forth. No, I'm not crazy. He goes back and forth with Rosencrantz oh, and Guildenstern about yeah. whether or not he's actually crazy. Well, yeah, he he's decided he's them. decided right. there's something off about them exactly. being there and everything else, and that yeah. Yeah, like, I didn't send for you. You should because, be at school because, right now. What are you doing here? Because, and this is very important to point out. No, he is not Hamlet stupid. is not an idiot. No. no. Even, if, even yep. if he's nuts, he is highly Well, he had to explain yeah. to us that it was cold outside. Yeah, because we're well, not on his level. He's smarter but than we are. No one else. Yeah, most of the other people in this play are, are not on Hamlet's cerebral level. Because he's a freshman philosophy major at college. You know? I've married one of those. Yes. <laughs> but it's, it's true, though. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But unfortunately, 
unfortunately, Hamlet has the smarts to back yeah. up those opinions. Yeah. And so then they make this announcement, hey, these this group of players is coming. Um, they want to put on a show for you. And Hamlet goes, oh, my gosh, this is perfect. I've got the I can verify idea. that my uncle did this. So I've got a great idea. I'm going to rewrite a play for them on the fly because actors won't have so any problem to, with that at all. Yeah, to uh, I'm the Prince of Denmark. To, get, to give well, them a test. I mean, they you, wouldn't you have test that time. the actors by having them uh, do a soliloquy about uh, King Priam's death at the end of the Trojan War. And, like, when they pass that mm-hmm. test, he's like, okay, now we're going to do the murder of Gonzago. But we're going to do it like... This. Yeah. Different. But I'm going to write you a new speech that I want you to perform in front of my uncle tonight. His speak the speech... Uh... Speak the speech I pray you trippingly on the tongue. Is good. Yep. Trippingly on the Which is really good if you're looking at it from like, here's some good actual advice to give actors. This is what. But I think in the context of the play, it's like, who the fuck are you, Hamlet? Why are you giving acting advice (laughs) to professional actors? He's an 18 year old directing professional actors. Yes. Exactly. He's a philosophy major. He's a theater minor. Directing as an elective. But that was how my high school drama teacher got us to warm up. She did the speak the speech. Yeah. So I'll never forget it. Well, most of it. Not the whole thing. I have a cat. I think it is is interesting here uh, at that moment when the players show up uh, for... uh, And Hamlet says, uh, you are welcome, masters, welcome all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. The play falls out of meter. It does. So... And we will... We talk about language and, as and a permanent every time in this yeah, as a permanent in our, our second episode. Things, so without even expecting to. Yeah. Yeah. He if gives I a had cookie? cookies, I would give them to you. Oh, great. <laughs> yep, you have to go to your pantry and get got, a cookie. You. you get a cookie now. All right. I say, I've got from, cookies, well, but you have to come here and get them. <laughs> I got some Don't do I guess that. uh, that's a drive. We'll still be talking about Hamlet by the time you get there. You'll be fine. That's yeah, true. I could drive to I have some blueberry to pie, too. That's not a short drive. Ooh. But, yeah, so he sets all this up with the players, and then he has another giant soliloquy where he explains to the audience, this is what I'm doing. Oh, crap, does this make me a horrible person? I think this makes me a horrible person. Wait a minute, maybe I'm not as horrible as I think I am, but I still might be. Well, if it's, Who knows? Jury's out. It's also, am I bad for trying to kill the king or am i bad because i procrastinated in killing the king that i should have already am i bad because i haven't done it yet and i just got to tell you othello would have taken care of business already well no he wouldn't have because she would still like if the ghost of hamlet i'm saying if othello had if the ghost of hamlet had appeared to othello and said go avenge me by killing claudius othello would have been like well that's because that's because they're in the wrong play to get shit done. But Ryan... Ryan yeah, we is, talked about that before. Sorry, Ryan Prime is correct, though. The king would still be dying because it, it took a... Like, it took Desdemona she, a while. She delivered lines after she it. had been strangled to death. In the script, strangled to death. And yes. then she just, like, pops up. Oh, I know I've been strangled to death, but I'm going to deliver some words I mean, now. 
It's not his death. It's Mark Anthony who dies for three Yeah, Mark Anthony dies. Well, he's the longest death in Shakespeare. Yeah. I don't know. Hamlet's death is pretty long. It's not over a scene. It's not over a scene. It's not scenes long. But when you consider that the same poison blade struck Hamlet and Laertes and Claudius... But it struck Hamlet first, but he's the last to die. Well, he's the youngest. He's the youngest of the three. He's got a higher constitution roll. Um, Uh, Well, I was going to say he probably dabbles more in the drugs, and so his body's more tolerant. (laughs) He he rolled. Mm. He rolled the eighteen. Yeah, he's already poisoned. But those are Laertes only had a fifteen. Claudius, he's old. He's got a nine. Did you just call spoilers? Yeah, we do. Hundred fucking years old. Yes, it is. If you're listening um, to a podcast called so Shakespeare, you have you know the plot, but we're still telling you anyway. <laughs> so Hamlet gives this dithering speech about morality, which is a frequent theme. And then we go into Act 3, where Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are reporting to the king. No. Yeah, and they are not, not dead. Yet. And they are not dead. Not yet. Um. And Polonius is there too. And Polonius is real hung up on. He thought I was a fishmonger. It was terrible. He's mad because he thought I was a fishmonger. He, I he told he me grew that. up with me. He knows I'm not a fishmonger. Never, never mongered a, fish a single goddamn fish in this guy here. So, I mean the the real answer is that Polonius is so yep, and he doesn't want to be looked as as lower. Exactly, and you're right. You're right there for sure. So they decide to hide and watch Hamlet and Ophelia, which is and they've gotten not the creepiest creepy. uncle thing that we've seen happen in Shakespeare. It is it is up there. It is not Troilus and Cressida creepy, but it's high. It's high on the it's list. It's up there. It's up there. Um, but they've asked. Oh man, I forgot mm, about that. About oh. creepy pimp oh. uncle. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Sorry. That's okay. But they've arranged this with Ophelia. Like, they've asked her to do this, and she's kind of uncomfortable about it. Well, she's yeah, because she's decided, to like, they have told her to and give Polonius back all of the letters gone, like, and all of the tokens. 360. He's like, beginning of the play, don't return this motherfucker's affections. Now, I need you to return this motherfucker's affections. You love this guy now. Do what I say. And but, she goes to give him his hoodie back. And so then literally... Oh wait, she's a woman. She would literally fifty-seven lines. Uh, I still have yours. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't. I threw it away a long time ago. Um, I never got it back. Fifty-seven though. lines after Hamlet's last dithering speech about morality, we get another dithering speech about morality, and it is, of course, the most famous. Potentially oh, to, be, to be or not to be. Potentially not the to most be. famous soliloquy in English. I would reckon I, it is. Yeah. yeah. It has to be. I mean, if when you say people Shakespeare, are making fun of theater, they always pull out that you're, Somebody's going to go, to be, and he doesn't no, give this No, that's the last poor story. <laughs> no, but, but it's, what they, it's what they do. They uh, didn't listen to this podcast. They don't know, yeah. I think there's even, like, Patrick Stewart is on a Sesame Street doing this. Yes, and it's this. delightful. The do it well, that's because it's the, it's the classic image, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the classic Shakespeare yeah. image, yeah, is of Hamlet in his poofy pantalones, poofy pants with a big, with a yeah, a rough. big, roughed collar in all black 
of like just black and white and delivering, you know, with the with fucking the head of York. And that is the that is the Shakespeare and image for anybody who it is. And but so many people who have that as their image don't realize that this speech is talking about suicide. They also don't realize he's so, not yes. fucking holding the grave, you know, the scully dug up out of the ground. Well, yeah, and he's not holding a skull. Yeah. I did not realize that it was about suicide until the movie What Dreams May Come came out. And it well, was Well, since also What Dreams May suicide? Come, the title of that movie comes from this speech. Is is from this speech. Right. That's yeah. how I made the connection between yeah, these two but basically, items. Basically, Hamlet's going, would it be easier instead of killing Claudius if I just killed myself? Well, I mean, then he's, I wouldn't he, have he, to deal with any of this shit. It's not. Is that a better? It's choice? not like he buried the lead. He is eighteen. He, he is literally 18. says it right at the beginning: "To be or not to be." That is the question. Whether yeah. it's his nobler in the mind to suffer the slings yeah. and arrows about. Like, what if I just fortune. went to sleep forever instead? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting too because. Obviously, the the question of madness is going to keep coming up, but and whether Hamlet is mad or not shows up here. But it's also one of the easier Hamlet speeches to deliver because it's literally it's like sixty lines of Hamlet just going like, uh, "Yeah, I don't know." Well, and like maybe. the biggest decision to make with this <laughs> scene is, is: does he know he's being watched or not? Is he playing? Yeah. Well, yeah. and is he still being watched? Is he playing? At this is, point? Does he know he has an audience? If he knows he has an audience, yes, yeah. you can play that he knows he has his audience. If he doesn't know he has an audience, you know, you can play it that way as well. Yes, because at because at least mm-hmm. Polonius and Claudius are listening. Yeah, Ophelia is probably. Well, she's off getting his hoodie shot. to the return. So yeah. Whether, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Ophelia yeah. comes back on and she's got all of these keepsakes that he's given her. Um, she's like, hey, you broke up with me, so, or I broke up with you. Somebody broke up with somebody, and I've got all this stuff to give back to you. Get thee to a nunnery. We are never, ever, oh. ever getting back together. why is there always there's been taylor swift multiple times Uh, multiple times well and this time it's not because she's dressed uh, up as a cat (laughs) great bards think alike bards think somebody that reference was was, or she was the uh shakespeare of this uh, uh pandemic since lear was written during another pandemic and she wrote an album during this one with Taylor Swift is the Shakespeare of our time. And I said, sure. Yes. Yes. Sure. She is the only person or, that decided you know, to write music anything. alone for five no. months. Yep. yep that's you are right. correct. That's right. No. Mm-hmm. Sure. 100%. Yep. 100%. I am sure we will get no great books out of this. There'll be no nope, no none. increased art. Just none. Just Tay Tay. Just tank. To be fair, but there were well, also that album other did people drop. writing during Shakespeare's plague. I mean, Run the Jewels dropped an album. Yeah, we just don't talk about Thomas Decker and the rest of them. No, Taylor Swift. Yeah, so but we we have this scene between Ophelia and Hamlet where he very famously like 
gets in her face and yells, get thee to a nunnery, basically saying, I'm never going to marry you. You're spoiled. I have ruined you. Go live in a convent forever. And there's a couple different ways to play it. You can play it as part of the madness. You can also play it as Hamlet recognizing how fucked up everything about Denmark is right now and wanting to He's sad. Her. I like, I like, See, that's I like my that, favorite way. I like for thinking it to be. that he is sad or a, a combination of the two. Like he, yeah. he's got to do this thing. It's going to be terrible. He knows, he knows what he's in that's for and he's way. not asking her to be his, uh, yeah. Ride or die bitch. Exactly will, that. I will definitely talk about this scene more when we get to the second episode and I get to talk about this book. Called Ophelia. Uh, which is, there's Ophelia. a YA novel adaptation of Hamlet. There's a bunch. I think, we, bunch, I think we This one's yeah. my favorite. There's so many um, that we don't need I, to make. The Lion King. Never mind. I think I have my Hamlet graphic novel. I've read novel. the Hamlet graphic novel. I have a Hamlet uh, choose your own adventure novel. It isn't. It is not bad. It's I think really we need. I bad. think we need some artwork of Ophelia that says "Rocker really Bad Bitch." <laughs> <laughs> She's trying so hard. Are you still? No, it's just hilarious. I'm not bothered by it. I think it's fantastic. It's perfect. She okay. she does end up. She is Hamlet's ride or die bitch. Well, actually, well, Horatio. She's Horatio. She's not, no, is. she's not. She's a terrible well, ride or die. Horatio, Horatio is. is Hamlet's. She gets ride a little bit of stress. She. She's, there you go. Because a little she bit is of one stress, of those. A little bit of stress. Just a little bit of well, stress. Well, Horatio loves Hamlet. To the river. Come on. Sure. All right. And anyway. to be fair, that does make her at least fifty percent of that. <laughs> She's the die bitch, but not the ride bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do this. I don't know when this turned into the sex thing, it's, Beth. What? You went with ride bitch. So. Ryan's right. I did, but that's not what I was... <laughs> yeah, if you're breaking down the phrase like that... If you want to make this anyway, a sex thing, I can do it. Just give me a second. Most of it's Have a sex thing. Yeah, it's about we're to about get to that talk way. About some what, why don't we go to matters. Gertrude's bedroom? Yeah, we're, we're really... We're really close to the Oedipus I would say, complex. yeah, is it... Gertrude's bedroom's like... Well, we have... After That's the play, right? right? We yeah, gotta, we no, have we're a, not there yet. We have the play to get Hamlet to watches... Hamlet runs away. The watchers come out and they're like, that was messed up. Oh, well, let's go see a play now. <laughs> yeah. it. Hamlet does does convince Claudius and Polonius that he's not in love right. with Ophelia. Yeah. Right. So that's... Love. Yeah. Love. Not that we His affections do not that, that way trend. But so we're, we're backstage with the players and Hamlet is there giving them last minute advice to professional actors. Right. Again, again, not in verse. Not again, in not in meter. And then um, Horatio comes up and Hamlet's like, hey, dude, uh, remember that I'm not actually crazy. This is my plan. I want you to be a second set of eyes on the king. And when they rework this murder scene to be the way that my uncle murdered my father, I want you to watch him. Because if he gives any sign that that this is how it happened and he's feeling guilty, then I can just yeah, kill him it. and not feel bad about it. Right. So this is... So... The play is here to test whether or not the ghost is telling him the truth, which... <clears throat> I mean, how often do ghosts talk to you and why? The play's the thing where I'll catch the conscience of the king. 
This is that's what I'm gonna do when I'm a ghost though, is I'm gonna appear to random people and just go, I was murdered, avenge me. Oh, I already have a letter written and with a lawyer. As soon as I die, it's just gonna say, I don't care if it looked like natural causes, Ryan Halfell killed me. <laughs> that's wise. It's 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 eighty percent likely he will anyway, so True. <laughs> uh, True. So then the play is the play is getting ready to start. And uh, Polonius is talking about how yeah. he play well. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I played Julius Caesar. Oh. It's like, okay. Okay, Polonius. I, I know all about plays. See, the actors will come on. They will say lines pre-written. They didn't make them up. It's acting. <laughs> yes, and I was accounted a good actor. <laughs> I was killed by Brutus. Twice. I did enact Julius Caesar. I was killed in the capital. Brutus killed me. I had four and twenty lines. Oh my god. I love Polonius. I I understood that reference, Beth. (laughs) Thank you. Sorry, that was a Mansfield Park reference. It was a Mansfield Park reference. It was a deep dive Jane Austen reference. Slipping it in there. Yeah, well, that makes two Jane Austen novels. Three, because Brian said Pride and Prejudice. It's true. We're halfway Living there. Living on a prayer that you will not fucking God, say fuck anymore. Half, Al. I will. And Did so... I admit in a challenge? That would make too much sense. And it wouldn't have a lot of sense. <laughs> wow, that sensibility. was a best fucking segue there. Yeah! Did it Did it take a lot of persuasion to get you You're to do that? You're fucking hurt. You guys are hurting. <laughs> it's pain. Pain. Look, it, it sounds like he's got some anger. It did. North anger. Ab- there we go. <laughs> Bring it out. I did. I. It yes. I'm uh, it married took a lot of to you, Beth. Um, uh, yes, but um, I was paid earlier for this. You're welcome. Emma brought the money. Good. Good. It's great. Good. Um, I I would hate to think that love and friendship was really all we had. <laughs> and Lady Susan. Okay. <laughs> All of them. We win. Ryan's so angry. I love it. All right. So, um, that's a that was. was a good bit. That was good. We're, good job, we'll everybody. Be here all week. Thanks bit. for picking um, up on the persuasion. I appreciate it. Uh, so yeah. So then the play happens. Uh, and it's, it's hilarious. hilarious. And if King anybody Claudius directs is... it to not be hilarious, no, you have to make it. Oh God, I I actually I I tried once. I was like, okay, this is really serious. Like, no. this is we're finding murder and everything. And I put it's it on. It's so the bad if you. Fuck, this yeah. sucks. This is terrible. Okay, never mind. It's so much. This is a group of traveling fun. players. They're bad. It's so bad at this. if you try to play it straight. They don't though. have a home. In my head, in my head, in my head, this is the second time the mechanicals have performed. Yes. Yep. I'm here for that. And the mechanicals um, will come up when we talk about language because it connects together. Yeah. But my favorite part of this scene is that Hamlet keeps interrupting the action to explain it to Claudius mm-hmm. to make sure, like, did you understand what just happened? He just killed his brother mm-hmm. by pouring poison in his, in his ear. Did you catch that? He was sleeping. Did you catch that, Claudius? Now he's mirroring his wife. Do yeah. you get what I am saying? It's also the scene... Yes, this is country. I was going to say, this is my husband's very favorite sex joke inside of all of Shakespeare. 
that country matters. And David Tennant's Hamlet is the only one that really I still have not seen the Tennant Hamlet. Hard. I have it on DVD. It's he hits. It's real good. He hits it like, hard. Yeah. Like there's a full second of silence between the two syllables of the word. I'm like, yeah. Yes. Okay, we get it. You're laying in her lap. Did you mean country <laughs> matters? No, and I, I know that that is. Tee-hee. It's our remind. It's yeah. our reminder that Hamlet is yeah. like 17. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, if you needed further evidence. Not so subtle sex joke. Good job. But it's still, I love this scene. I love all the scenes. But moving on, moving on. And so, yeah, so Hamlet's. What do you call? What do you call the play? The the mousetrap. Subtlety. The mousetrap. The name is Hamlet. Well, because it's the murder of Gonzaga. And so afterwards, they had to come up with a new name. Yeah, yeah, but they ask him on the flight, and he's like, "It's the uh, the mousetrap." It's like, no, I've seen that play by Agatha Christie. It's it's very different. I know. I really was expecting somebody. Well, I mean, somebody died. Well, that's true. Um, But he talks to Horatio afterwards and he's like, my uncle was super upset. Did you see that? And I'm sitting there reading it going, yeah, maybe it's because some idiot in the theater wouldn't stop talking to him. (laughs) Some motherfucker's on his cell phone. Having gone to the theater (laughs) with you, Cassie, that would have been the worst thing ever. If somebody had talked yes. behind us in any play, period, <laughs> the death glare you would have given, would have said anything. But as soon as the player king not have said gets anything. murdered, or the player king murders, is murdered, Claudius jumps up. What was that? Flips out. Storms out of the room. He's not very good at hiding his guilt. Because when no. people talk about shit I did in front of me, I always go, oh, God, that's terrible. Who would fucking do that? I don't flip a table and run away going, ah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> I've never heard of yeah. anything as we bad as get- that. Yeah. We do also get the line, mm-hmm. uh, the lady doth. There are a yes. lot yes. of Which, because words. is misquoted all the time. Is misquoted. But that's another moment where... Uh, the 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 action of the play has played out to mimic real life, and Hamlet has turned to his mother and gone, "Hey, mom, what do you think about this fictional queen who married her husband's brother and murderer? What do you think of her?" Uh, the lady doth. Protest. She talks a lot, <laughs> but there are a lot of there are a lot of the phrases that have entered the vernacular um, from this play. From this play. A lot of them are Polonius. Some of them are Hamlet. Yeah. And so Rosencrantz and Guildenstern um, come up to talk to Hamlet afterwards. And again, they're still working their angle, like trying to get information. And at one point, one of my favorite exchanges of the play is uh, Hamlet going, here, uh, play this pipe. And they're like, well, I I I don't know know how how to play. play. Well, you just put your fingers on it and you blow through the top and you you make music. Play this pipe. It's easy. And they insist, we don't know how I to cannot. play. And he's like, then why do you think you can play me like a pipe? Boom! Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's basically I his way of saying, I know exactly what you guys are here to, to do. <laughs> you're not, and, you're not I, subtle. And again, points out that I know he's what you like did last summer. 17 or 18. 
because that is exactly a 17 or 18 year old <laughs> joke. Yeah. Yeah. Also because he's he's not because Hamlet's done so much to hide and he's been you know he's made people swear oaths and he's done all of this work to not have his motives be known. He's like, mm-hmm. bitch, please, I know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm doing. I Knock know it off. You know. Knock your shit off. Shut up. Yeah. Just stop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. done. And so then he's he's going to go talk to his mother. His mother sent for him. And he's going to go talk to her. And so Polonius is like, oh, well, I will go hide. But, but on his Claudius, way I will go hide. there. To uh, Gertrude's chamber. Right, Claudius passes. Yeah. And this is an important scene because of the existence of the mythical Pat. Now must I do it, Pat. Yes. Yeah. The world's so most this famous is where Canadian we get comedian. This um, some production. There's been a production out there that did it with a dog, where Hamlet had a dog, and the dog's name was Pat. Now must I do it, Pat? And he referenced the dog. Yep. Oh. Now might I do it, Pat? Yeah. The line is now might I do I've it, never, Pat? I've and never there's no reason that. for him to say Pat. Now he is praying. It it means, yes. but it means neatly. Yeah, but not. But yeah, it means. Yeah, but now not, I can do it easily. Yeah, the the joke is. Yes, but the joke is. I've never okay. heard this oh, as a theater yeah. joke. No. Okay, I I think it I think it started <laughs> the first production of Hamlet I direct. It's probably been done other no, times, but the clearly, first production of Hamlet I did good. direct. Our friend Pat was Whoop, in it, and when we. When uh, that Hamlet delivered the line, he always added a comma. So it was now might I do it? Yes, that was Sneed. And Pat Pat backstage, yeah, it was Sneed. Okay. And back, backstage, Pat would always like wave and acknowledge that. He but that's that's the joke is <laughs> yeah, you know, now like might sweet. I do it, Pat? And that is, I think that might be a beautiful kids joke. I don't know. I believe that it else. has existed other places. We'll look into it. Regardless, Claudius it, Claudius is praying in this scene, and this is where we get the first like actual confirmation that the ghost has been telling the truth. Like right. we knew all along, what? but Claudius, this confirms it. Claudius, he's asking, he's well, this is his, this is like the double blind. Well, like he has now Hamlet has irrefutable. There's no way that Hamlet can get out of what his father is asking him because it has been shoved in his face so many times. That here is even Claudius saying, I did it. But Claudius is also not entirely asking for forgiveness because he's not willing to stop sleeping with the queen. He's not really willing to say that he did anything yes. wrong either. He admits he, that Kelly's well, yeah. brother oh my, was he says, wrong. Oh my, oh, my offense is rank and smells to heaven. Well, Perhaps yes. The primal that oldest part. cursed upon it. A brother's murder. Yeah, yeah what, I did, what I did was wrong. I'm yeah, not that's more what sorry I mean, yeah. that I did it. He's sorry he I did wouldn't, it, but he's yeah. not. I wouldn't not do it if the opportunity. That's the, yeah, that's the problem. Is he's not repentant. He's like, but of I, yeah. what he has done. I wish I could have had Gertrude and the crown and everything without him dying, but I couldn't, so I did it. And I, I mean, I'm covered in that sin and that blood, but I'm still gonna go sleep with Gertrude. Yeah. 
but so yeah. this is well, the yeah, well yeah if, at the beat he prays right yeah. he kneels to pray and at the end of it he says uh yet what can it when one cannot repent oh wretched state um bow stubborn knees mm-hmm. and he tries to yeah. pray yeah he tries to seek repentance, whether or not he really means it. He's an unrepentant. Not, because prick. life's pretty good for him yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. But he does say, like, the way that the lines work out in this scene is he's appears at least to maybe be trying to repent, possibly. Yeah, he's Who knows? not going to stop. Um, yeah. But, but then later, later, after Hamlet does not kill him, we get him saying... Um, my words fly up, my thoughts remain below, words without thoughts never to heaven go. And yeah. Like, yeah, fuck this. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go. So it's this perfect moment, though. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> Hamlet has this perfect moment. He's praying, yes. he's not paying attention, he's not armed. Hamlet's right there. He's got a sword. Like, he could do it right now. Mm-hmm. He could end it. He could kill him. But he doesn't. He hesitates. He's like, well, but I don't want his soul to go to heaven. If I, if I, praying, whether so or not he's repentant, wait. if I kill him while he is praying for forgiveness, he's going to heaven. And my father is stuck in purgatory. And purgatory, yeah. Can't, you know, can't be freed from that until he's avenged. Like, I can't kill. I can't kill Claudius and and free him, send him to heaven, or whatever. Yeah. So he yeah. he doesn't kill Claudius, and then we go to go to the scene. I th- can I say one more Absolutely. thing about this? Absolutely. I think that uh, again, the question of madness comes up here because earlier we established that Hamlet knows that he's being watched. So, depending on how paranoid you want your Hamlet to be, he can assume that everything that Claudius is doing here and saying here... Is for his benefit. Claudius is putting on a performance as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is for the benefit of Hamlet. So, as much as Hamlet was acting before, Hamlet here, paranoid Hamlet here, mad Hamlet here, whatever you want to call him, yeah. he, can ass- he can assume that... Claudius is doing the same thing, and then it's just this this circle mm-hmm. and circle yeah. and circle and circle, and this yeah. is the point where Hamlet, if Hamlet is not mad yet, this is when this is when it yeah. starts for sure. And so then we we go to Gertrude waiting for Hamlet. She wants to talk to him, and Polonius is going to hide behind a screen in her chambers to because he's going to hide him behind no, the heiress no, to uh, to spy. If he had had a friar, this would have never happened. No, the friar would have just it's told him true. to poison himself. He's not that rich. <laughs> friar would have said, just, just pretend just to be dead. dead. Play dead. Play dead. Play dead. Pretend to be friar. dead. Yeah. Remind me. And you can hear whatever you take want. Her, Everybody talks about it. I've got course. a place for the friar to end in the Shakespeare cinematic universe. Oh, okay. And that says York. As Yorick. So this is yeah. this is this is set in yeah. the in the yeah. future. Of the... In the future, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Hamlet, Hamlet did. Hamlet did have yeah, a friar. Yeah, he's just dead. He's just very yeah. dead. He just died twenty years ago. And he does. He ago. does go. He does go and try and it's speak true. with him. It's true. And get some no. advice. Yeah, I did. He, he uh, maybe. Have much to say, but... Maybe that's an idea. Um, oh. Okay, so I see Chris. I see Chris in the background. Oh, he brought Beth a beer. <laughs> so Hamlet shows up. 
And uh, Queen Gertrude's like, Hamlet, you are making your father very upset. Mother, you're and making Hamlet's my like, father uh, very You're upset. making my father very upset. Another, like, Hamlet is definitely your 17 mom. years old. My father, you've much offended. Bitch. Sorry. Yeah. And and she's like, why are you doing this? Why are you acting that way? Why are you're you mad fucking at me? My uncle. mad at me? It feels like you're mad at me. I, I am. I am a yes, teenage boy and you're an I uncle am. fucker. I am. You are correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is this South Park? Yes. She's a boner biting ass munch uncle fucker. I can't believe you know the and words. He, and he tells her in this scene. I can. Same, you know, I, actually. I probably know more than I uh, wish I he, knew. And I've only, I haven't heard that song in a long time. All right. H- Hamlet tells her, well, before he tells her, he hears a noise behind the screen and he goes, I knew it. That's Claudius. He's trying to listen in and kill me he draws his sword and in the one single moment of actual action he has in this whole play he stabs through the screen and polonius just goes i am slain and falls falls down 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 through the heiress wrapped up neatly in some curtains it was really like very considerate for him it was very considerate no, get oh, no, out! I, I missed it. Say it, say it right again. now. Oh, I, right I missed it. We, uh, I said it's nice. curtains for him. <laughs> no. Yay! Sorry, Cassie, you've been overruled. Uh, Kim, I need you to berate Chase very strongly when you listen I, to this. Anyone that knows Kim will know that that is not going to happen. I am going to yeah, be Cassie, sorry, and you've celebrated been, you've been by everybody who one. listens. I, uh, I agree. No. I also loved it. I'll allow no. it. <laughs> anyway, as soon as Hamlet learns that wasn't the king, oh, fuck, that he killed, killed he's like, this oh, stupid old man instead. Fuck. Well, wait. Can I quote? Whatever. I'm sure here? it's not going to come back to bite me in the butt Bob at all. Dicks. Bob dicks. That's Bob one of the shows. <laughs> and so then, when when Gertrude's like, "You would have killed a king. You tried to kill a king." He's like. Your king killed a king. Mom. He, he murdered Ear poison. Did you not watch the play? Like, he, I did wrote you not that watch the play you? that I wrote for you? I made this for you. <laughs> but, but fucking Gertrude doesn't want any of his hot Kool-Aid. And the ghost of Hamlet is there. But Hamlet's the only one who can see him. Hamlet can't see him. Yes. Gertrude's a little concerned for her son in this scene. Don't you yeah, know? And the ghost yeah. is standing there going, hey, uh, why haven't you uh, killed him yet? Why haven't you done it? I, you have I had at you. least three opportunities. I saw you over there. You could have killed him. Look, and you didn't. You have one job. <laughs> you, got, you, one, you got it wrong. You killed, you killed this dickhead. I didn't yeah. like Polonius, but... Which, I think, yeah, well, actually, I think half the reason, the part of the reason the ghost shows up here is because the subtext is like, boy, I liked that one. <laughs> like, why'd you kill the one I liked? I gave you one job. He's Polonius, a, he got a he's lot got of some stuff problems, but worry. I liked him all right. And you killed that one. I asked you to kill that one. Yeah. 
<laughs> he did a lot of the nitty gritty run in the kingdom that I didn't have to deal with, and you weren't going to yeah, have and to you, deal with. But now you why are you killing this guy and not the guy I wanted and so... you to kill? <laughs> yeah, but but Queen Gertrude doesn't see that or hear any of it, and she's very concerned for her son. And he 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 pro- makes her promise, like, please don't go to my uncle's bed tonight. Please, just one one time. Please, please like, how just often? Don't do this. How often? And then do people the best in the seven hundreds in Denmark. You know, how often are they banging? I mean, I guess it is winter, so they got to stay warm somehow. Um, but Hamlet's leaving. Hamlet's leaving for England. He's being sent to England. Um, and so he's on the verge of leaving, and then uh, he just, like, grabs Polonius by the feet and uh, pulls him out of the room after him. It, it, well, and yeah, like, and if you can really have a lot of fun playing with Hamlet disposing of Polonius. <laughs> that, and, well, and his last line is is hilarious. I'll lug the guts into the neighbor room. Mother, good night indeed. This counselor is now most still, most secret, and most grave. Who was in life a foolish prating knaves? Come, sir, to draw an end with you. Good night, mother. <laughs> Just like, I'm gonna haul this dead body away. And See ya. I've seen yes. productions where they, like, completely dismiss doing anything with Polonius's body. Like, they cut the scene and then they move on. But there is a mild chase around the damn castle, trying to find Hamlet, trying to find Polonius. Well, Everybody and Hamlet, Hamlet joking with Polonius Claudius about, about where he's hidden. Polonius, like that's just—he's a very grave man. Yeah, you have to drag. Ugh. Yeah, you, you have, have to. to drag Polonius' so... body off the stage. Or, or even better, I one of the, my favorite ones is he dies in the curtain or whatever. And you grab and the I, curtain. It was like a thick, heavy curtain. So Hamlet, well, no, Hamlet, like, and he fell in it, and then Hamlet goes over to the body and then rolls him up in the curtain, rug oh, thing, and then rolls the rug. I think Kenneth Branagh's had a really heavy curtain for it. And, mm-hmm. like, they fell, and he's like, he kicks it at one point and, like, pats it down. But you've got oh, a God. lot. Got to do something with it. But but they don't chase him around the castle looking for. You got a lot of body. opportunity to actually inject some much needed <clears throat> levity. Yeah. Levity. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It's very dark levity. Yeah. Really dark levity. But that's what we expect. It's Hamlet, Prince of Darkness. But then so it's Hamlet, Prince of Darkness. <laughs> yeah. Are we uh, skipping over or waiting on the idea? Of a possible Oedipus let's, complex. Let's put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Let's put a pin in it. Fucking hate it, and I will argue against it 100%. But that doesn't mean you don't so have a right to bring it up. Great. It, um, absolutely yeah, okay. you do, but and then, but it will take a while for me to listen to you, uh, justify what you've said in my own head, and then tell you why I don't like it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. You need more beers. So the whole the whole beginning of act four like the first like three scenes are trying to find out hamlet what'd you do with polonius's body what'd you do with it where'd you put it i'm gonna send you to england as punishment for this oh send me to and england. it's like Ooh. <laughs> hamlet running around rosencrantz and Guildenstern chasing him and finally like they get him on a boat to england right yes the worst place to go yes yeah where the place you don't want to go there 
fucking England. Yes. It's, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's I, a silly I place. Mean, as we've said, just it is winter. A little bit of silliness? Just a, a little, little bit? bit? A Can little I have a little bit of peril? The Department of Silly Walks. Nope. nope. How about some pirates? And pirates. We don't oh, they're coming. The pirates yet. plot convenience. They're coming. They're coming. Oh, thank Counterpoint God. <laughs> we can't go a play without pirates. We've gone several without pirates. Shh, Cassie. Don't bring your logic in here. Yes, and. There's always pirates. Just like there's always a, They're there's always, always just pirates, circling the harbor. a fryer. Yeah, there's always a fryer. There's always pirates. Pirates are plot um, device. So which, so which play was the play that the, the friar was the head of the pirates? Oh. It's a good question. It's a good question. Was it Two Gentlemen of Verona? No, Two Gentlemen of Verona, he was wandering the woods. Well, he's field. specifically referenced in Two Gentlemen of Verona. He is Mer- specifically referenced. Merchant? I don't know. We'd have to go back and look. Yeah. Um, I don't remember we'll where all the places we've put the friar. Yeah. Maybe it's this one. Maybe he's but not York. we finally get Hamlet on the boat Maybe to it's England. This one. No, he's York. He's York. I like that one. He's York. Um, but Horatio comes to the queen, and the queen's like, I don't want to talk to her. And Horatio's like, you have to talk to her. Your son killed her father. She's going a little crazy. You have to talk to Ophelia. And Gertrude's uh, like, but I don't want to. She's weird She's now. weird. She's uncomfy. She kind of, like, she always smells just a little bit like she's cheese. She's weird. Well, it's Denmark, after all. Like it. Hold on. She's weird now? <laughs> she smells Weirder like, she now? smells like Emmentaler and Carlsberg. She's an old man. She used to be a horse girl. I, I, now I she's couldn't think of, I could Jarlsberg. Another type of horse girl. It's a Swiss cheese. Yeah. I'm like Carlsberg. No, you, no it's, it's Jarlsberg like an and Carlsberg. Danish cheese and Danish okay. beer. I was going to go out and I buy some Carlsberg today, and then I remembered I See, don't I like, Carlsberg, like it. Especially elephant. So Carlsberg elephant, really good. And I was looking for some, but I went with the mad tree instead. All right. But eventually, the queen does see Ophelia. She's, she's nuttier than a shithouse rat. Which... Well, we skipped something. What did we skip? We skipped... Um, we skipped the... Uh, we skipped Fortinbras! The king sends Hamlet... Yeah, we skipped Fortinbras. Uh, kings, the king sends Hamlet to England, and then the king has an aside to the audience where he says... Yeah. Please, Hamlet, be killed. Yeah, he where he England, please murder where Hamlet. I would like him to be dead. The country of England to murder so, Hamlet. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Does the king? Does Claudius tell the audience what's and, in the letter? Everyone exunes and he, um, yes, he's everyone else exunes, and then Claudius says, "And England, if my love thou holdst at aught." Uh, please kill uh, my nephew. Yada 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 yada. By letters congruing to that effect. The present death of Hamlet, do yeah. it, England. So, basically, yeah. he's given this letter to Rosencrantz and Guildenstern to give to someone in England, to the crown, I'm assuming, and, t- do, like, could you yeah. could Claudius you is stepson? trying to kill Hamlet. Yeah. Well, as well, you as, would, as, too, as if you were so, Claudius. Yeah. So. so, when Ham... So, when... So, yeah. Oh, yeah. He needs to die at this point, because he knows too much. But, yeah, when Hamlet shows up with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, like... RNG are going to hand the king of England a letter. The king's going to open up. He's going to be like, "Well, Hamlet, yeah, I guess I'm going to kill you now." But thankfully, we have the pirates' plot convenience. 
Yes. Well, and yes. we did forget Fortinbras. Who? Because but did we though? Hamlet runs into Fortinbras. Mm-hmm. What do you want to call him? He Who? runs into him, and they're talking. And Fortinbras, stop it. Forty majority. <laughs> We're not. This is and, this is a Danish play, not a Swedish one. Oh, Norwegian is what I was going for. They run into the troll prince. All right, and he's. They say his name three times, and Beetle just appears. That. So Hamlet runs into him, and it's like, "Hey, buddy, how's it going? Haven't seen you in a while. You haven't been coming to Prince School." And they're like, "Yeah, that's because I've been attacking but... Denmark." To stuff. Oh, I've been attacking the Poland. Why are you attacking Poland? We got in trouble for attacking huh, Denmark. That's weird. <laughs> that's a useless piece of land that you're fighting for. The guys around are like, it's useless? Fuck you! Let's stop. And so Fortinbras stops his campaign. Because Hamlet was like, yeah, that's why would you, I why would, would you, do that. Why are you trying to fight for Poland? What? I can tell you exactly why. Further show. Pierogies? Tell you what. Why don't you show up? And Tisky Grooney. But yeah, I, yeah. I re- I had murder a Panama. So- hey guys, not for nothing, but uh, you've taken us back to Act Three, and we're an hour and forty minutes. Look, it's I'm Hamlet. They're expecting a long four. one. This you is have a taken us back play. to Act Three. No, I'm talking about an act in Act Four after he leaves on the fucking boat. It's Act Four. Scene yeah, he four. runs act, into Fortinbras. Act Four. Scene okay. Four. Yeah, he runs into Fortinbras. Do you want Norton to, has do, that would scene you like, entirely in italics, which makes me think it's not important. Well, I don't care what Norton well, so told this you. Is where we do get, this is where we do get... Would you like me to Cleopatra the ending of Hamlet's, this play? Because I can do that. We're going to have to pretty soon, is what I'm saying. The Hamlet speech here that is the one that is usually cut is how all occasions do inform against me and spur my dull revenge. What is a man? Yes. This is after he's been... And it is usually cut because a lot of okay. pretty much everything with Fortinbras is ends. usually and then cut. Is usually cut. And then that gets us to Act 4, Scene 5, and this is when Horatio tells the queen, yeah. hey, you gotta go talk and to Ophelia. Ophelia has, here are all these different herbs and all the different reasons you would use them. How about some rue for remembrance? And all of these other things that I can't remember. Lorraine... Yeah, he is no, here's some lady. mustard seed for whatever... And Laertes is yeah. back, and he's pissed off that his dad's dead, and he blames Claudius. And suddenly he comes in swinging his sword, and Claudius is like, "Yeah, he nah, comes in all pissed off," and Claudius is like, "Nah, yeah. man, it's yeah. Hamlet's fault, bro." You should kill Hamlet. Well, and even more than well, and even more than that is Laertes doesn't just show up to kill Claudius. Laertes shows up to take over. The yeah, king. Yep. he's gonna. Yes. Laertes shall be yep. king. Laertes king. Because the people—he's not just going to kill Claudius. He's going to kill Claudius. It's a full-scale rebellion. He's take the throne. He's going to do it for his father. He's going to do it for his for his sister. Um, and Claudius is able to be like, "Hey, the actual uh, author of all of your trouble—it's that guy—is Hamlet. You should totally go kill Hamlet." It's yeah. Is I didn't do it. It's that guy. He's in England. All right. Act four, scene six. Horatio brings in a letter. Hamlet's been captured it's by from pirates. Hamlet. He's like, hey, I've been captured by pirates. One of my favorite posts about Shakespeare on Tumblr 
is somebody who pointed out that the plot of Hamlet is so convoluted that at one point the main character gets kidnapped by pirates and it's not not even, even a remotely plot point. nope it's not a, it's, it's not, not even, even yeah it's not even not even staged nope. it doesn't even happen in Just person it's a letter from the dude's bestie like yeah. that's how we find out about it well any you other know author any other author this would be its own play a mad prince gets captured by pirates. That's it. I, That's the play. Look, I like That's Hamlet. Good. I like Hamlet a lot, but I want to watch that play. Right. Right. That's a good show. That, isn't that just Hamlet too? No, Hamlet two is about a teacher. It's terrible. <laughs> no, what happened? Uh, what happened uh, is pirates that of, pirates of Pizzant? pirates of Hamzant pirates Hamzant? of Hamzants. Oh, it's so bad it's good. No, I think I think what happened is that Hamlet accidentally got on a ship with Pericles. Oh, don't ever get on a ship with Pericles. Don't get on a ship with Pericles. If rule number one is don't go to a second location, rule number two is don't get on a ship with Pericles. It's a bad idea. Everybody I'm writing that down as a shirt idea real quick. <laughs> rule number one. Don't go to a second location. Rule number two, don't, don't get, get on, on a ship, ship with, with Pericles. Pericles. All right, so... Um, no, and never go up against a Sicilian when death is on the line. All right, so but Claudius, Fy, and Gertrude, and Laertes, they all find out that Hamlet is actually back in the He snuck back now. in under cover of darkness. Because the pirates snuck back in. The pirates very uh, nicely dropped him off back at Denmark. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are still on their way. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and Ham- uh, are Claudius where? comes up with... They're dead. Dead. At, at well, at this point, right. But at this point in the letter from oh Hamlet, yeah yeah there they are still on their way to England. They're on their way to England still. There's another letter later. Yeah, we'll later find dead. out because well, they didn't get captured by the pirates. But Claudius has this great idea. Hamlet always thinks he's the best at fencing. Uh, but Laertes, clearly you're actually better. Let's stage a match between you two and you can um, fucking kill him. And, and then Laertes is, like, is and, like, well, to make sure that it happens, I'll dip my blade in poison. Because that can't go wrong. And then Claudius goes, Claudius goes. Yeah, that'll never go badly. Actually, to make double sure it happens, I'll also have a goblet of poisoned water. So if your sword doesn't work, I'll offer him some water to drink, and that'll kill him. And never that definitely go wrong won't either. go wrong at any point. And as they're like twisting their curly mustaches, in walks Gertrude and goes, uh, "Ophelia has drowned herself, and now the river smells like cheese. smells like Jarlsberg and Carlsberg. It's terrible. I mean." Uh, <laughs> Solaritis is like I'm triple killing that fuck. <laughs> he is so dead. I'm yeah. gonna bring him back to life He's and so kill dead. him dead again. So, and this now we're gonna cut to and this. Finally, brings us to yep, Act the grave five. diggers and the two clowns, the grave diggers that uh, are largely usually cut. combined down yeah. to one, or combined and down then to one. trimmed and. Yeah, they're they're trimmed they up usually. The they're not and then they often make it a whole thing. Fully realized. They're well. They're very well written and they're very funny, and I enjoy them. Yes, but at this point, if you've performed this entire Fuck script, it. actually, it at this point, if you perform that entire script, really, it's already been was, over three hours. 
It's a four-hour play. I'm trying to remember which... Billy Crystal at one point was the grave digger. I just can't remember which... That's, I think, the Branagh. I think that was the the Branagh. Yeah, that sounds right. It's been a while since I've seen the Branagh. That's also where we get Hamlet comes upon the grave diggers. Because the grave... The grave diggers are digging up a grave that was already there. They got to move the bones to make room for Ophelia's grave. And Hamlet comes upon them to ask them what they're doing. So when he finds out that and there's some Ophelia, there's some wordplay, but eventually it's Ophelia's dead, and they he is all melancholy. Of course, he doesn't know that it's Ophelia though until the funeral is actually happening, right? Yes, because he does watch the funeral. And he does the York. This is where the York skull. Oh, where'd you get a skull from? Why do you have a skull in your office? (laughs) The fuck? If he's not in his office, he's in his dining room. I'm at home. Yeah. Um, Because this skull, uh, Half Hill, this is the skull that was in both of our hands. Why does. Yeah, it's the same one. But why is the bottom jaw attached? It wouldn't be attached still. No, it wouldn't. Um, because yeah, it, it is a fully attached. It's also like a uh, like yeah. it, it's clearly a fake. It's got a bottom to it. It's got a hole. Like it sits, but no. I'm yes. I'm glad so my, it's clearly uh, a fake. Skull. Otherwise, it would be soups weird. Yeah, uh, it would be soups weird. It was made made in China. But we have on the bottom. We have the last Port York speech, and what I love about it is he's like musing on the meaning of life and the meaning of death in this uh, this jester he used to know and then at the end of it he's like eh, throws the skull away yeah so so goes everybody yeah and so then he watches the funeral secretly realizes that it's ophelia and kind of freaks out about it a little bit like i was gone for two yes. seconds why would ophelia go mad it's not like i killed her dad by stabbing him through a curtain or anything wait i did that i i did do oh. that Wait, I did crap. do that. Oh, I did do that, didn't I? I? Did or like I uh, did everything in my power to yep. make her feel um, like an unloved, worthless piece I, of trash. It is, it is I, Billy I, Crystal. Yeah, I did, did it. Yeah. In, uh, oh the, yeah, I did that. And then, mm-hmm. I sorry, I had to look. I couldn't wait. And then, in in, in possibly the most seventeen-year-old boy display of egocentrism, you have Laertes. Who is like, no, don't bury her yet. And he jumps into the grave to like, <laughs> yeah. hold her dead body, going, I loved her so much. And Hamlet runs out of the bushes, jumps into the grave with Laertes and goes, No, I love her more than you ever could. They get and, into like, a they get into fucking cuffs. They get in a tug of war Ophelia's with the grave. body of fucking Laertes' dead sister. Because they're. And it's just who's not been there. I mean, come on. Look, if That's, I if I couldn't tell wish, you the number of times so that I had a war with the body of somebody's dead sister. At which point, Claudius is like, "Boys, boys, take this to the fencing." Wait, and it plays. It plays right into Don't Claudius's make me count five. So they go to the fencing ground, and we all know what's going to happen, right? Like, we all. The audience is aware that there's a sword Everybody that's got poison knows on it, and we know that the cup, or there's a pearl, a that pearl gets dropped, that's poisoned. Well, it's, it's from the, yeah, it's, that a, gets yeah, dropped it's a gem to, that gets dropped right. into the... Yeah. And we find out at the beginning of the scene, like, a letter comes to let them know that Rose and Krantz and Guildenstern are dead. RNG got like, lost. Oh, yeah, I forgot about yeah. them. 
That's weird. Okay. Right, yeah. And the fencing happens, and there's beautiful wordplay back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth, and then... Stabbies. So many stabbies. So yeah, it's like almost. It's a it's tragic. The tragedy of but Hamlet, like, Prince of Denmark. You have this whole play... You have this whole play where it's defined by inaction on the part of the characters, especially Hamlet. Like, the plot is moved forward as Hamlet... Uh, by accident. Act. Right. And that goes on and on and on and on. By accident. But that that's, like, most of the play, the action is either Hamlet doesn't act or it happens off stage, And then all of a sudden, you get to Act 5, Scene 2, and everything fucking happens at once. Right. Hamlet's been, but it's, it's, Hamlet's been stabbed with a poison sword. Then Hamlet grabs the poison sword and he stabs Laertes. And then uh, Claudius tries to give the poison goblet to Hamlet, but Gertrude takes it instead and she drinks it. And then she dies and everybody's like, what happened to the queen? And then Laertes is like, Hamlet, it was the king the whole time. He poisoned. And then Hamlet's like, I got enough avenging then- on my plate, motherfucker. Get in line. <laughs> And they're just like, also, you're going to be dead very soon because that blade was poisoned. I'm dying because of the poison. You're dying because of the poison. If you're going to kill get, anybody else, get on you it. really need to do, do it, it. Like, now. So he, then he turns and he's like, <laughs> You are working yeah. on a, a serious deadline, my Yes. So. <laughs> thank you. Deadline. Thank you. Finally- <laughs> thank you for getting my joke. <laughs> <laughs> so Hamlet finally stabs his stepdad. Thank bye. His stepdad. Stepdad. And finally the fruition of the play happens, which is great. Until Hamlet starts to go, "Oh yeah, I'm fucking dying." And he does. Well, it's about time that nice Hamlet. It's about time. <laughs> well, it, well Hamlet, Hamlet, Hamlet does double kill Claudius because he stabs him. It's, and a, it's about time that he finally does to Claudius what Claudius I said has triple been doing kill. to Gertrude. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he takes him and to the so stand. And so you've got cabin. this touching moment. Hamlet, Hamlet dies no. in Horatio's arms. He begs Horatio with his last breath, like, use your life to tell my story. It's this beautiful, touching moment, and then Fortinbras fucking walks. Yeah, that's why in. this. Like, that's, hey, why, oh, that's why. That's why Fortinbras like coming in to become here. king of. <laughs> Fortinbras coming in to be king of Denmark, cut. like by yeah, happenstance, is like, almost always cut. Nobody does it. And I just really want, I really want Horatio to look up at him and Fortinbras to be like, "Oh, you got a bit of a mess here, don't you?" And and Horatio just go. Yeah, Leave like, like seriously, <laughs> and have like, that be where we man. end. <laughs> well, it looks like you got a kingdom here that needs running. This is like the opposite of, oh gosh, it, <laughs> flights of angels sing thee to thy rest, even, and here comes fucking. Oh, what are the chances of that bra. trap door <laughs> leading <laughs> me out <laughs> here? <laughs> uh, yeah, weird. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do like the idea that uh, sometimes in in the performance of this, um, they have the person. Uh, oftentimes, the person who plays the ghost also plays Claudius. Yes. 
So that's a whole thing. But I have seen a production or two that keeps Fortinbras in it, and they have the person who plays the ghost of Hamlet's oh, okay. father also I can play see Fortinbras. That. Okay. So then it's almost a full circle. Thing. I can see that. Okay. Visually. I yeah. don't like it. Well, I would but say I the second time that I, I played the ghost why you would pick uh, for you, I played Claudius as well, and I liked that. Because it ties yes. the it ties the it's brothers so together, they look like each other. They you know, and it, yeah, it it makes an interesting like question about if they're played by the same person. You can argue were they twins, and if there's the twin thing, then you can talk about like was there ever a time when the legitimacy of who would sit on the throne was questioned, and the whole thing with Gertrude becomes that much more fucked up. Well, and there's. Yeah. There's lots of questions when it comes to Gertrude. Like, how much did she know? How involved was she? And so much of it is director's choice. It is. It It is yeah. director's choice. Yeah, and we're going to talk yeah. in the next episode about... But it, we, we are running up to two hours, which I think we all... We knew it was going to be long. Lengthy, but... And this is officially, I believe, our longest episode huh. to date. Yeah. So I think the Moose Out Front should Oh, podcast us. is over. Moose Out Front should have told you. Yeah. Miss that French should have told you. So yeah, this has been Shakespeare, episode 72, part one of Hamlet, the tragedy of Hamlet, Definitely Prince of Denmark. Tune in for we'll the next back. one, because we'll be we back in a couple thoughts. of weeks. We got Everybody we got has fucking thoughts about this say. play. Everybody does. Um Yeah. Yes, even if you, everybody has never heard seen of it, it or read this it, you is about this. it's one of the most iconic. Not even just the English language, but one of the most iconic pieces of literature uh, that exists. Um, mm. it's, it's Hamlet. Um, mm. So this has been right. Shakespeare episode seventy two. I have been Ryan Halfhill. I'm Beth Roars. I'm Cassie Greenlee. I'm Chase Greenlee. Spe- special I'm guest Ryan, Ryan Albrecht. Thank you for being here with us tonight, too. <laughs> uh, we're happy to yeah, have you. My pleasure. Uh, so, right. yeah, podcast is over. Moose Say good night, John Boy. Good night, John Boy. Good night. Good night, John Boy. Ah, dicks. Ah, dicks. <laughs>